Thank you for joining Financial Focus Radio Show. Honest, transparent analysis brought to you every week by Tyler Simonis and Josh Finelli. Call the show anytime at 877-670-7117. We'll try to answer your question on the air in the following weeks. Now, back to the team from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio. We were just, Josh and I were just joking about uh, when... <coughs> Excuse me. When his kids become teenagers, um, because there's such a thing as karma, and and Josh's son, uh, one of them so far at least, we're waiting to determine the other one. But one of them is just like his dad, and so I think Grayson's mom is going to have a hard time with Josh's teenage sons. Uh, so the 30-year oh, wait. So the, the, to set this up, uh, what I want to say is which one is the real policy mistake? Uh, the 30-year. U.S. mortgage rate is now well above 7%, its highest level since 2002. And there's a lot of people, I'll call them people, out there that are, are suggesting that the Fed is making a policy mistake by keeping interest rates as high as they are and crushing housing affordability. The median household would need to spend 43% of their income to afford the median price home, uh, which is a higher percentage than the peak of the last housing bubble, if you remember. And so... Uh, with the Fed now letting their mortgage and mortgage bond and treasury bond holdings roll off each week, the balance sheet's now at its lowest level since July of 2021. They are no longer in the business of manipulating interest rates. So I would say they still are in the business of manipulating interest rates because they went from the biggest buyer to now the biggest seller, and so that's still a manipulation. Um, that and that also begs the question: Is the mistake happening now, or was the mistake happening when? Uh, mortgage yields were 2.6% or 2.5% when the housing market was already in a bubble. Uh, regardless of what you think, the result of the Fed's policy action was to throw fuel on a housing market that was already on fire. Uh, and the withdrawal of that fuel has led to a collapse in demand and a collapse in supply with nearly two-thirds of outstanding mortgages having rates below 4%. Existing homeowners are largely unwilling and unable to move. For now, the housing market is in a stalemate. So my opinion, my strong opinion, and I have the mic right now, so you're going to listen to it, <laughs> is that the policy, make was done, the policy mistake was done by keeping rates way too low for way too long. Obviously, having moved rates up substantially and the economy not falling apart and the housing market not falling apart, they obviously made a policy mistake, right? Because we had a housing market that was doing fine and was on fire, and they poured tons of fuel on it by keeping rates at zero. So that was the policy mistake. That was where inflation came from. That was what caused the unaffordability issue we're having now. The policy mistake isn't being made now. They would make another one if they made rates low again. But the, the policy mistake isn't being made now. It was it was made then. And if you ask those people which one was the policy mistake, you got to ask them where their money comes from. I think that give credit to Jerome. I, you know, you read. Okay, how am I going to give credit to him when he, he was, was the one that put the fuel on the fire? Back, but back when he was just a. Un, Remember when he said inflation was transitory. Governor. Yeah, but back when he was a regional board governor, he was a wary supporter of a lot of the stuff that was going on. They try to do things from consensus and. You know, they released a testimony, the verbatim testimony on like five year lags. And when you, you know, some of that has come out and that he was very against a lot of the stuff that was going, the, the successive rounds of QE 
in the 2010s, he was very much, very much against. But when they put the crown on his head, he then just said, ah, screw it, they're right. Well, it was, let's give them what they want. I mean, you read Trillion Dollar Triage, like Rome the is, whole COVID thing. Rome is the mob and we're going to give them what they want, well, games? I mean, the COVID thing was just... COVID, come on. The emergency, it's just like the... the the student loan thing, 42 months of not having to pay it back for emergency reasons. Like, we're a nation of veal calves. In the, so you're, you're, how do you give him credit? The last Federal Reserve chairman to give credit to is Paul Volcker because he wasn't a wimp. Yeah, well, uh, Powell, I think, has shades of Volcker. And I'm, I view him very differently <laughs> than Greenspan. His shades are on the bottom of his feet. Very differently than Bernanke. And Yellen, you know, she's just a sweet old lady. How could you ever be mad at her? <laughs> She's going to knit you a sweater. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's she's like four feet tall. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about um, once you get to retirement, uh, how you go about uh, adjusting your portfolio or rejiggering your portfolio so that you're set up to take monthly distributions uh, and still have money invested in stocks and still make sure you have purchasing power in your portfolio. So, Josh, explain to clients uh, how, or these people how we go about building or rejiggering our client portfolios such that um, we they can always get income no matter what the market is doing. We try to keep a, keep it as simple as it, as, it, as we can. And, you know, that just boils down to risk reducers versus return enhancers. Every single position in your portfolio does one of those two things. Uh, your, your bond exposure is going to be the risk reducer. You know, for us, that's short-duration treasuries. That's all we've owned for north of three years. Um, but the point is you want a dollar to be a dollar when you're going to need it. And if you're taking distributions off your portfolio and, and X percent each year, you have a very good idea of what you're going to need on a three-year, four- or five-year rolling basis. And that money needs to be set aside in risk reducers because inevitably there's going to be drawdowns and inevitably there will be multi-year drawdowns in the stock market. And you need to be able to turn to a place to harvest that income sustainably. And you don't want to be harvesting from your own opportunity over time by selling stocks at, when, they're, when they're at their lows or approaching their lows or even in a significant drawdown. The idea is the opportunity cost over the duration of your life expectancy is very high. And you know, when you look at people that are taking portfolio distributions in you know, relatively high amounts from the stock side of their portfolio, uh, they're harvesting from their returns of the future. And so uh, boil it down that way. Look at how much you're going to take out, and you know risk tolerance for everyone's different. But for us, a starting point is often three or four years worth of distributions uh, need to be set aside in those risk-reducing assets, and from there you can you know invest pretty aggressively beyond that if you so choose. So if you if you think uh, go back to the global financial crisis, right, and uh, the market the S and P went down 58 percent uh, from peak to trough. Obviously, if you had all your money at st in stocks, you would have been selling a lot of stocks to create your monthly income, and they would have never had a chance to come back when the market event eventually came back. Um, and the reason that we say five years is a good timeline is from peak to trough in the global financial crisis. So uh, from 2007, when the market peaked, till it got back to where it was in 2007 was five years. Um, and so whatever, you know, let's say it's 60% of your money is going to be in stocks. But in that case, went down, let's say, 40 or 50 percent. You need to have that time so that that part of your portfolio can recover and, and you can take the income from from the fixed income side of your portfolio, like Josh just described. Um, and it's not it's not going to mean that your whole portfolio value is not going to decline. But you find it. Oh, yeah, I'm taking my income from my bond side of my portfolio. So I'm not 
reliable on the stock side so that when the market does and eventually be a recover, which it always does, those stocks will come ripping higher and my total portfolio value will go up. And, you know, we always say to people, because, you know, when people call our office or we're doing meetings with them, they say, well, you know, I, I need to take this $50,000 distribution. Uh, is now a good time or should I wait till December? Or when, when should I do it? And the answer is always, it doesn't matter because we're going to take it from the part, 40, part of your portfolio that makes the most sense at that time that you need it because we never want you to be in a position that you can't take m money from your account based on what the market's doing. And that's why your money should always be managed according to your circumstances and not the market. And too many people do it the other way around. And so um, we know people still need income in bear markets. We just don't want to be forced to sell stocks when stocks are going down. So it's not overly complicated. Josh and I are evidence of that. Uh, but we think it's the most logical way to go about building that portfolio for income and retirement. All right. To sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a short video in the middle and end of every month where we talk about what's going on in the market. So call our, or sorry, go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Send us an email. Let us know you'd like to be added to our e-newsletter list. When we come back, we're going to talk about international investing. So stick around. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on northwestquadrantwealth.com. Love it here, and we think you will too. Welcome to Alpine Meadows. Beautifully kept landscaping, Alpine Meadows has one bedroom apartments and two and three bedroom townhomes that include washer and dryer, beautiful decks, patios, and designer kitchens. Alpine Meadows is conveniently located next to the Dallas California Highway and minutes away from Orchard Park's nature trails, a place proud to call home. Google Alpine Meadows townhomes, professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. You enjoy the quiet life, but you like being close to the action. Living that fits you is at Mountain Glen Apartments, located five minutes away from the Bend River Promenade and downtown area. Mountain Glen's units feature designer oak cabinets, and their two- and three-bedroom units come with washer and dryer hookups. Relax with mountain views from your patio or deck. Mountain Glen Apartments Bend, corner of Butler Market and Boyd Acres Road. Professor Stevens. Held over due to popular demand. Be advised, this is a once-in-a-lifetime chance to save thousands on a hot tub and swim spa today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Save thousands. Be advised, this is a once-in-a-lifetime chance to save thousands on a hot tub and swim spa today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. 18-month interest-free financing. Brand new 2023 inventory. Ready for immediate delivery. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Huge factory incentives, factory rebates, this weekend only. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. We can remove your old hot tub. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Come see the revolutionary new swim spa in action at exceptional prices. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Just relax and enjoy. Today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Today, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Free parking, free admission, free delivery. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Call 888-SPA-SALE or visit Hot Tub and Swim Spa Sale. 
For most kids, summer is the best. But for others, summer is tough because they're hungry. In Deschutes County, thousands of kids qualified for the free and reduced school lunch program. For many, it's their only meal of the day. But when school's out, getting kids their lunch becomes a challenge. No child in our community should go hungry, ever. But you can help, and it's inexpensive. Join the Ben Food Project. When you go to the grocery store, place one extra non-perishable food item in your cart. Just one. Healthy, nutritious things like pasta, tuna, cereal, or peanut butter. When you put the groceries away, put that one item in the green Ben Food Project bag we'll provide you. Every two months, we'll come pick it up. The process is easy, painless, and inexpensive, yet enormously rewarding. Can you help with the can a week? Get your green bag at BenFoodProject.com. BenFoodProject.com. Financial Focus Radio Show is online all the time via iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker. Catch past shows online or by finding us on iTunes. If you'd like to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a short video in the middle and end of every month where we talk about what's going on in the capital markets and how that's affecting your money. Uh, go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Send the click on the contact us. Send us an email. Let us know you'd like to be added to our e-newsletter list. We're going to actually do one next week on the 30, isn't the 31st next week? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Josh and I, I hate to tell to say it, but we're clairvoyant and we predicted every single thing that's, that's happening to the T that this is going to be a slow rolling recession and what's happening. It's slow rolling recession. The leading economic index has now declined for 16 consecutive months, the longest streak since 2007, 2008. The conference board is now forecasting a U.S. recession to begin in Q4. Uh, that's pushed back from its previous forecast of Q3. They probably, I think, end up pushing that back to Q1 of next year because the conference board is as good at forecasting the economy as my gold or labradoodle. Uh, what are some of the signs pointing to that weakness? Industrial production, which has declined on a year-over-year basis for two straight months. Retail sales after adjusting for inflation have fallen for nine straight months. And anecdotally, Target and Home Depot have reported lower revenue than a year ago. That could be a sign that the U.S. consumer is pulling back. Although I was at Target last week and there was a line to check out that was felt like it was Christmas or, the, or Black Friday or whatever. It was crazy. But I know Bend is in its little own bubble. It's like the Truman Show. Um, and here's, here's a really quick anecdote. Uh, the longer your holding period as an investor, the higher your odds of a successful outcome which are opposite of what, Mr. Finelli? A casino. That's right. Every time I sit at that jack blackjack table, the longer I sit there, the more money they seem to extract from me. And that's true. Uh, the opposite is true. The longer you stay in the market, the better chances uh, of success. If you, The longer your time horizon is, the more risk that you can take. And that's just sort of, uh, you know, most people don't understand why that is. But if you think about if you're going to be in the market 30 years, um, your chances of having great success, great success, are very high. I think 30 years ago, where was the market? Uh, and it was a lot lower than it is now. And a lot of things happened between 30 years ago and now. And a lot of things are going to happen over the next 30 years. Uh, so just have faith in that. Okay, Mr. Finelli. 
we see this all the time, and we have to make sure we make all the right SEC disclosures and FINRA disclosures, but uh, there are so many people out there that have old 401ks, old 403bs, all these old retirement plans at old employers uh, scattered all over the place, and we can't understand why. Now, of course, you can leave it there unless it's under $5,000 and the plan forces you out. You can absolutely leave your old retirement plans where they are, and there's no rule that says you have to do it. We just don't understand, but that is one of your options. Absolutely, you can leave that, you can leave that money uh, where it is. I think, I think, in fact, Josh, you, you know somebody that has like 11 yeah. old. I don't know if you ever consolidated them or not. It's I, a client of ours. <laughs> it, it's insane to think about um, um, so how many of those are. So I, I sort of want to go through the options that you have. And so when, I'm, when I talk about old retirement plans, that doesn't mean just 401ks. So it can be 401ks, 403bs, your, your old uh, uh, 457 plans, all those sort of plans that, that exist out there at old employers. You have these options available to you. And the first one is to leave it where it's at. So in the interest of full disclosure, you can absolutely leave it where it's at. You don't have to do something. But a lot of you are in that case. And so uh, one of the options is to roll that old retirement plan into what's called a self-directed IRA. And so if you think about your 401k or 403b, there's 20 or 25 investment options in there, right? And you're invested and somehow, somehow you came up with your allocation. Maybe it was through guessing or you just went into the auto, automatic enrollment or the balance plan or whatever it is, but that's how that money's allocated. And you're limited to the choices that exist inside of that plan. Uh, now, if you roll that money into a self-directed IRA, either where you're doing it yourself at, say, like a Schwab or a Vanguard, or you have a financial advisor do it, you now are on a platform where your options become unlimited. Uh, unlimited. And, and the thing that's important for you to know, and I, and I know that Josh and I overlook this a, a lot of times because we just understand it to be true, is that rolling your old retirement plan from a 401k or a 403b to an IRA is a non-taxable event. It's going from one qualified plan to another qualified plan. So a 401k rollover or a 403b rollover to an IRA is a non-taxable event. It, the only time that that becomes a taxable event is when you take it out and you spend it. So that becomes a taxable event. So that's important for people to know. And so I, what I tell you is that when I was in corporate America, and I left a company, before I filled out any other paperwork, I would fill out my 401k rollover paperwork to roll it into my Schwab account at the time. That's where my money was invested. Because then I could invest that money like the rest of my money in my IRA, not just the money in my 401k. And so I have always worked in the investment business since I graduated from college. And even though I was in the investment business, the choices in our 401k plans were generally awful. It was like amazing to me. So what I'd have to do is I'd sort of build my asset allocation at Schwab with the things I wanted to invest in. And then I'd pick sort of one investment in my 401k and most of my money would go to that because the choices either are way too expensive or were terrible investments. And the other thing that's important to know is as you get older and you need to be making your portfolio more conservative in your 401k or your 403b, the choices on the bond side of your portfolio, which are the risk reducing part of your portfolio, are generally really bad. And that's because the 401k sponsors, so like the person that builds the 401k, they become what's called interest rate agnostic. They don't take into account where interest rates are and where we are in the interest rate cycle. And they would say, well, that doesn't matter. And I say, that's hogwash. We're in the longest bear market in the bond market's history. And if you're one of those people that needs that risk reducer in your portfolio, you really care or you 
want the portfolio to have good bond options. And most of the 401ks that Josh and I look at, big ones, like billion-dollar ones, uh, don't have good fixed income options. So that's the, that's the first thing. The other thing you can do, like I said, I, I'm going to keep repeating this. You can leave it where it's at. Most 401ks, though, if you have under $5,000, they just send you a check. And that's another option you have, actually, is to, is to take a check. You can cash the money out. We would never tell you to do that because if you're under 59 and a half, uh, that money becomes taxed as ordinary income, plus you're going to pay a 10% penalty if you just cash it out. Now, another option that a lot of people do, and if you have a really good 401k at a new employer, this is an option you can uh, explore, and that's to roll your old 401k into your new company's 401k. And actually, if, if you're if you're not going to do anything, this is sort of the one thing I would do if if this is like the sort of least thing that least effort you're going to put into it because at least you'll be able to tr- keep track of it and continue to manage it. What happens is when you keep these plans scattered out all over the place, it's very hard to build a cohesive plan and a co- cohesive asset allocation. And then generally, you generally just stop for like thinking about it. And, th- and a lot of times, uh, ironically. When the state takes over funds, these are the funds that in a lot of cases they're taking over is these old funds that people forget about and, and the state takes them over. And so those are your options. Leave it where it's at. Uh, cash it out, I guess, which is not a really good option. Move it to your new company's plan or roll it over to an IRA. Um, you know, not, I, Like I said, I always rolled my uh, 401k into an IRA just because I have a lot more options. And you can either do it yourself with one of the big custodians that'll help you do it, or you can hire a financial advisor. Just make sure that financial advisor's financial best interests are aligned with yours uh, when they do it. All right. If you'd like to be part of our program, you have a question for us or a comment, uh, give us a call. The number here is 877 877- Six seven zero seven one one seven, or you can always email us by going to our fabulous new website, northwestquadrantwealth.com, and send us an email. When we come back, we'll tackle some of those emails, so stick around. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five- to six-minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on YouTube or NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. Pacific Source Health Plans, we have an exciting announcement. We're ecstatic to inform you that our customer service team is 100% organic, as in no artificial colors, no artificial flavors, and absolutely no GMOs. Unlike other companies that use automated phone trees, with all the artificial ingredients that go into those. I am not sure I know how to answer that. Not to mention their carbon footprint, despite their lack of feet. Our customer service team is made up of 60% water, and the only carbon to speak of is the fact that our team is made up of carbon based life forms. How have we managed to do this? It's simple. Surprisingly, our service team consists of 
people, human beings, sentient and intelligent, we might add, which is why our members will hear real live voices on the line when they call us. In a human business like health insurance, we think it just makes sense. Human service, not automated phone trees. Pacific Source Health Plans, going beyond what's required to put members first. Visit PacificSourceMembersFirst.com. Join us for Uncorked Sun River Style, presented by Sun River Owners Association. Enjoy two days of Oregon and Washington wine, art, and delicious bites. This year's event will feature paint and sip classes, live music, and more on September 15th and 16th. The weekend's admission is only $20 presale and $25 at the door. Come, sip, savor, and have fun at this family-friendly event. Uncorked Sun River Style is brought to you by Cascara Vacation Rentals, Sun River Brewery, Combined Communications, Bend Laser Lipo, the Sun River Chamber of Commerce, and this station. Visit sunrivershark.com. We love it here, and we think you will too. Welcome to Alpine Meadows. Beautifully kept landscaping, Alpine Meadows has one-bedroom apartments and two- and three-bedroom townhomes that include washer and dryer, beautiful decks, patios, and designer kitchens. Alpine Meadows is conveniently located next to the Dallas, California Highway and minutes away from Orchard Park's nature trails, a place proud to call home. Google Alpine Meadows townhomes, professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. You enjoy the quiet life, but you like being close to the action. Living that fits you is at Mountain Glen Apartments, located five minutes away from the Bend River Promenade and downtown area. Mountain Glen's units feature designer oak cabinets, and their two- and three-bedroom units come with washer and dryer hookups. Relax with mountain views from your patio or deck. Mountain Glen Apartments Bend, corner of Butler Market and Boyd Acres Road. Professionally managed by Norris & Stevens. Hi, I'm Leslie for Osteostrong of Bend. I am living proof that you can reverse your osteoporosis. I started with Osteostrong in 2018, and as of my latest bone scan, I am osteoporosis-free. But I'm not quitting. I'm sticking with the program to keep building bone and to stay strong. Osteostrong can help you with so many health concerns. I highly recommend them. Google Osteostrong of Bend or give them a call. Mention you heard Osteostrong on the radio and save 50% off your first month. Be better with Osteostrong of Bend. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy, Rizemkism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. Is with Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Sky Rizzi, there's nothing on my skin. And that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzi, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzi.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZI to learn more. The mission is clear. Give honest, transparent analysis and actionable advice every week. Make sure to connect with us on YouTube and get our twice-monthly e-newsletter. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. We appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. If you would like to take us up on a free retirement view, one of us will give you an hour of our time 
to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office to get one of those meetings scheduled, 800-743-0988, or email us by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. So Josh, do you who do you think is going to win the Pac-12 in its last year as the, the Conference of Champions? USC versus, I'm going to go with USC or Oregon. You think that's who's going to be in the Rose Bowl? USC and Oregon? USC or Oregon will win the Pac-12. But are they going to play each other to well, they're, they're playing each other at Austin. So. Yeah. When is that game? Uh, I think it's in November. Does, does Oregon play? No, they played Ohio State last year. Mm-hmm. Who they play, Who's their big game this year? From non-conference standpoint? Yeah. Uh, Texas Tech, I think. Wow. No, no. no like, big-time no, Power the, Fives. No, the storyline is the Texas Tech QB is a former Oregon Duck. Oh. Texas Tech is okay, I guess. I We'll see. I mean, they're playing uh, Portland State. He's and... no Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah. No, um, definitely no Patrick Mahomes. Stocks tied to AI. So if you think about AI, um, uh, artificial intelligence. So if, if, if a company has some form of artificial intelligence, whether it's real or not, have outperformed the S&P 500 by 62 percentage points year to date, which is great. But, you know, these companies, a lot of them are going to have to find a way to monetize that. And so you go back to the late 90s when search started and you thought and, you know, it was like, how are these companies going to monetize this? There will be people that find a way to monetize it. But right now it's just sort of an interesting thing. And it's, you know, not much monetization is happening. And so here's what I'll tell you. I was very skeptical of Facebook being able to monetize Facebook and they did find a way. And so I'm I have no question in my mind that that artificial intelligence, they will find a way to, to monetize it. Um, but I don't know that it's definitely going to be the winners that everybody thinks it's going to be currently. Um, there will be the sort of picks and shovels like NVIDIA, which is obviously, uh, you know, if you saw their earnings report last week, uh, winning the day right now on, on artificial intelligence, but some of these other ancillary names that are trading higher because they have something to do with AI. Um, I don't know that they will be the actual long-term winners uh, when this all on all, all the death settles because remember they have to find a way to monetize it thematic investing by the time the thematic investment vehicle has been created it's too late way too late <laughs> way too late i was in, i was in the beginning of that in the late 90s i worked for companies that had those and they were always so take funny. a look at the vanek crypto and blockchain innovators etf or the digital assets and blockchain equity etf or so many of these things robotics i mean you go down the list of all this stuff for the last 10 years thematic investing on a forward five seven year basis does not work out 30 years and they've always been a disaster all right we got an email from wendy wendy says we are dual income couple in our mid 50s with over two million dollars in our 401ks should we sacrifice, and that's in quote, the pre-tax benefit and switch our contributions to Roth at work? Uh, I mean, we're, we're pretty strong arguers uh, for doing just that. I mean, we're finding some balance, finding an equilibrium between the two. And that, you know, especially when you consider the trajectory of what we believe tax rates will be in the future, uh, especially in the state of Oregon, I think that you know tax deferral, pre-tax contributions uh, are worth less than they're being advertised for you uh, over the long run. And you know when you think about having that 
tax-free bucket and tax-free combating forever available in the Roth, and maybe you're not able to even contribute to one uh, that outside of an employer-sponsored plan because of income limitations, it's especially attractive for people in that situation. But uh, being able to control where your marginal do dollar comes from and the tax liability on that marginal dollar is optionality that everyone appreciates once they're actually retired. And so we're definitely advocates for finding a balance there. Especially now that the company match can go into the Roth with, along with your dollar. So, you know, as part of CARES Act 2.0, uh, the company's match, which you probably have, can also be contributed along uh, the Roth with your dollars. And so uh, to us, that's a, just a, an absolute no-brainer, especially in your case, Wendy, since you and your husband have over $2 million bucks already in in um, traditional 401k money and that we promise you based on your saving thus far that you're probably going to feel like once you retire, that money in your traditional 401k is trapped because we have a lot of clients in your situation that are just like you that don't want to touch their, that money that's traditional because when it comes out, it's taxed as ordinary income. And so most, most likely you'll wait to tap that pile of money until you have to, which is required minimum distribution phase of life. And so we would absolutely be proponents of you starting to aggressively save uh, in after-tax accounts so that money comes out tax-free. It's a great way to pass money to your beneficiaries. Um, hopefully you have a large, uh, sizable, uh, taxable account also because – you know, when we talk, when we look at our clients that are retired that have lots of money that they can access on a relatively tax, a tax-free basis or a low tax basis, uh, those people generally have a better um, standard of living in, ret in retirement, believe it or not, because the other people just are so averse to paying taxes uh, that they just leave the money in there, uh, and their kids benefit from it. But um, yeah, so hopefully that helps. Uh, Tommy asks us, I'm approaching a time. Uh, when I'll take required minimum distributions, RMDs, from my individual retirement account, I am in a quandary about what I can do with the anticip anticipated largesse of cash. So this is the this, what, Tom, Wendy, this is the opposite of you. Um, so so he's in the phase where he has to start taking required minimum distributions. Um, I do not necessarily need the money dumped into my checking account. So what what can he do? So before Josh answers that, what I want to do is describe what RMDs are for, for those of you who don't know. So. Um, what happened, like Wendy and Tommy, they contributed to their 401k. Uh, that money went on a pre-tax basis, meaning they didn't pay taxes on it. Uh, the money grew uh, on a tax-deferred basis. And now the government says, okay, you've uh, gotten to a certain age. We want you to, you to force that money to come out so we can start to tax that money because it's never been taxed. And those are called uh, required minimum distributions. Um, the age for that now is 73 uh, and it's eventually going to be 75, but the government says we want to start to tax that money, um, and and so that's that's the phase of life that this gentleman finds himself in. So Josh, tell Mr. Uh, Tommy what his options are um, to maybe, uh, you know, instead of moving it to his checking account, what some of the options are what, that we employ. With if our you account. have a taxable account, you can always just literally move securities. You know, generate some cash in your retirement account to pay the tax liability because presumably you're going to want to do state and federal tax withholding as you take it out. But you can literally just move stock at, uh, into your taxable account and keep the funds invested. Uh, alternatively, you could potentially do a gift straight from your account to the account of a, a 501c3 charity and reduce your overall required minimum distribution. And what's that called? That's called a qualified charitable distribution. But uh, if it's just going to, uh, you know, build up in your checking and you're comfortable with having that money invested, I, you know, I think the best answer is definitely to just move it to a taxable account, let it remain invested. Of course, once you ultimately pass away. 
uh, your beneficiaries are going to get that stepped-up cost basis if that money remains invested in the taxable account uh, to the date of your death. So that, to me, is the best option. Yeah, so uh, a couple things on that. If you're just going to move securities uh, from your IRA to your taxable account, this is what we do most commonly. So most of our people in your situation, Tommy, this is what that all of them do. And and so there's a couple things. They say, well, what about the timing on that? The best time to do it is at the end of the year because you're going to maximize the amount of time that all the dividends and everything are paying in your IRA. So you don't have to pay any taxes on that. Move it in December so that you're minimizing the amount of dividends and stuff that's coming out. And then second, move the most tax-efficient thing that you have in your IRA to your taxable account. So hopefully you have index funds or ETFs in your taxable account that are tax or tax deferred account that are tax efficient. Those are the things you need to be moving to your taxable account because now that money is going to be taxable. Uh, and so the, the timing are, are, you know, move it at the end of the year and then move the most tax efficient thing. But this is what everybody that doesn't need the money should be doing. And as Josh said, you probably have enough cash in your IRA to pay the taxes. We would just tell you to, to, to have your custodian withhold those taxes, whatever percentage brackets you are in, uh, because um, that won't, you won't cause you any surprises at the end of the year. All right. If you want to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a video in the middle and end of every month. We're going to do one next week. Uh, where we talk about what's going on in the markets and how that affects our clients' money. Uh, you don't have to be a client to be added to that list, but if you want to get added to our e-newsletter list, go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Send us an email. Just let us know you'd like to be added to that list. When we come back, we'll tackle some of your, more of your emails, so stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, This is a once-in-a-lifetime chance to save thousands on a hot tub and swim spa today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Save thousands. Be advised. This is a once-in-a-lifetime chance to save thousands on a hot tub and swim spa today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. 18-month interest-free financing. Brand new 2023 inventory ready for immediate delivery. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Huge factory incentives, factory rebates, this weekend only. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. We can remove your old hot tub. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Come see the revolutionary new swim spa in action at exceptional prices. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Just relax and enjoy. Today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Today, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Free parking, free admission, free delivery. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Call 888-SPA-SALE or visit Hot Tub and Swim Spa Sale. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope. And they're fun. Fun isn't hard. Right. 
Babbel's interactive lessons, podcasts, games, and more make it fun and engaging, so you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. You can choose from topics like travel, business, relationships, and more. You'll learn what matters most to you. Plus, Babbel's lessons are designed to get you speaking right away. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. Just three weeks? Even better. Since Babbel's lessons are designed by language experts and voiced by real native speakers, you'll get the accents just right and be able to carry on conversations with confidence. Learning a language with Babbel doesn't take long. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's, It's perfect. perfect. And now, try Babbel free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4hymns.com slash joy. Through Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face -face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4hymns.com slash joy. That's 4hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Looking for comprehensive dermatology services in Central and Southern Oregon? Look no further than Bend Dermatology Clinic. With six convenient locations, we've been providing cosmetic and medical dermatology services and Mohs surgery since 2003. Our experienced medical professionals specialize in treating everyday skin conditions, Mohs surgery, and advanced non-invasive cosmetic procedures. Schedule your appointment at BendDerm.com. Achieve healthy and radiant skin with your trusted partner in skin health. Bend Dermatology Clinic. Get your free retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Call us today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. My name's Tyler Simonis. That guy, he's Josh Finelli, and we're partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management here in the great Pacific Northwest. If you would like to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a video in the middle and end of every month. We talk about what's going on in the capital markets and how that is affecting your money. So get added to that list. Go to our website, NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. Send us an email. Um, so the rise in interest rates has led to a slaughter in the long-term bond market, long-term treasuries especially. Uh, even when you include the income earned on the bonds, which hasn't been much in recent years, the TLT, which is a great proxy, it's an ETF that is a good proxy for the long-term bond market, uh, is in the midst of a 40% drawdown. Um, we're now, uh, the total returns over the last nine years are negative. We're close to having a negative 10-year number on the TLT. And so here's the deal. Some of you own this thing or a version of this thing, and it makes no sense to us because what 
what were you thinking or what was your advisor thinking when interest rates were at zero? They were going to go negative and dramatically negative. Um, it just d didn't make any sense. You to were us. thinking that we were going to copy Europe and Japan. I guess. I mean, eventually we will, I guess, but it's not going to look that, that way in the interest rate world. Let's hope not. Let's hope not. Oh, man. It's just it's crazy to us, though. Like, you know, bond market has much longer cycles than the stock market and the interest rate market has a much longer cycle than the stock market in that, you know, it was 1982 when interest rates peaked and it took till 2022 or 2021 uh, for interest rates to hit a bottom. And now we're headed the other way. And so we think interest rates are going to go move higher over time. They're not going to go in a straight line, just like they didn't go in a straight line down. Uh, but 1982 to 2021 was the best bull market in the bond market's history. You got equity-like returns from fixed income with uh, a fraction of the volatility. Yeah, the long bond did almost as well as the S&P 500 with like the less than a quarter. Financial of the Times did a, a great big read about this, but you know, in the multi-thousand-year recorded history. <laughs> Uh, it of was, interest rates. Of interest rates. It was the best 40-year return. And, and of bonds, you know, going back to uh, the Netherlands and England hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years ago, uh, 1982 to two, 2022 was the golden 40-year period uh, for owning fixed income. Outside of that 40-year window in the hundreds of recorded years of history that we have, uh, bonds averaged 0.6% real. Uh, outside the 40-year window. And real means above inflation. So they're not good protection against inflation uh, unless you look at that 40-year note. But it was because of where interest rates started the period. And, you know, all of you that are of a certain generation remember that interest rates were, uh, you know, started at 18% and then they went to, to zero. And bond prices and interest rates have an inverse yield. So as yields came down, prices went up and it was sort of magical. Uh, I remember I was, you know, starting the business in the late 90s and interest rates were still relatively high, but they had had such a good run up until then. You know, that was, remember, this is the period that created high yield bonds and Michael Milken and all this stuff. So, uh, all right, we got some emails. Let's go. Uh, Gina asks, how dangerous is it to keep a million dollars in one brokerage account if most of my money is invested in ETFs and treasuries, would you recommend using two different brokerage firms and investing 500000 in each just in case one of them goes bankrupt? <laughs> so, Gina, we're, we're not laughing at you. This is one of those situations where, remember, you own the security. So what Gina, I think, is trying to protect against is SIPC, uh, which is Securities Investor Protection Corporation, sort of think of it as the FDIC, uh, but for securities, it doesn't protect your securities from losing value like the FDIC does. Like the FDIC pr protects your deposits, right, at a bank. Uh, it's essentially insurance for your deposits at a bank up to the limits at the FDIC. Uh, SIPC protects against fraud up to 500000 And so Gene is asking, should you have only $500,000 in each broker account uh, to, to, protect, to protect against that fraud? Now, here's the thing, Gina. The securities that you own, if the brokerage firm, let's say you have Schwab and, and Fidelity or the two where you, you – if one of those uh, goes bankrupt, you still own those securities. So let's say you own the SPY, which is the oldest ETF that tracks the S&P 500, and let's say you have money at Fidelity and they go bankrupt, which I don't think is going to happen, but let's say they do. You still own the SPY. You still own your shares in the SPY. Um, it's just going to be a little bit of difficulty extracting that money um, but moving it to another uh, – uh, custodian. I would just say this is one of those cases if you have money at a custodian uh, like a Schwab or a Vanguard of Fidelity, th in this case, bigger is better, uh, meaning you know you, you want 
you want the size and the heft of these firms because uh, traditionally that's led, you know, these smaller ones do some crazy things. All right, we got an email from John. Um, John says, um, I'm 54, retired military, get 1500 a month after taxes and a pension. Uh, I also have a 457 account for my current government job, and I put in 300 bucks in each payday. I was paying $1,000 a month toward my car, but it's paid off. I'm planning to increase my 457 contribution, uh, but I was wondering if I should put that money in either a high-yield savings account or an IRA instead. Uh, so, you know, this is like one of those trying to make the perfect uh, decisions. What I would tell you is, since you have your pay, car's paid off, what, that's a big car payment, a thousand bucks a month. But anyways, let's take that. It's not far from average put, these days. Put that aside. Yeah, uh, the most ever people have a thousand dollar car payments ever, but um, I think the average is like eight seventeen. Anyways, uh, put that aside. Um, what you should be doing is uh, contributing to a Roth, uh, assuming your income limits allow you to do that, um, because you already have, it sounds like, a bunch of money going towards a pre-tax retirement account. You have a pension, which is great. I would just say max out the Roth if you can from an income uh, limit perspective, uh, and then uh, pass that, just add that money um, to a taxable investment account. So you know, keep doing what you're doing with your 457. Max out the Roth, uh, depending on you, well, you're 54, so you can contribute um, 7,500 bucks to a Roth, uh, and then above that, if you still have money to save, save it in a taxable investment account. So the same sort of investments you would have own index funds and a so the index funds are going to be tax efficient uh, and own those in a taxable investment account. And then you'll have two extra piles of money. You'll have your Roth and your taxable account you can access before 59 and a half. Um, but also um, you, you've already paid taxes on that. So you won't have to um, you won't, you, you know, won't be like your 457 where every penny of that comes out as ordinary income. Do you have any other places you should be saving? No, I mean, uh, the beauty of the 457 too, obviously, is you can take distributions after 55, but before you're 59 and a half without the additional 10% excise penalty. So, you know, it, without knowing more about the contours of the situation, it's tough to really render too much more specific right. advice. So I'm not going to tag another email question. I'm just going to reiterate um, as an investor, you should v value liquidity in your investment portfolio. So meaning you can sell a security at any time based on where the market is. Uh, you want things that have a going market like the stock market, a publicly traded security. So do not buy things that are illiquid in your portfolio. It makes no sense. All right. That's our show this week. We appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. Remember, buy low, sell high. See you next week. Listening to partners of Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management on the radio show Financial Focus. Remember, you can email or call with your questions anytime during the week. Visit NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com for more information. See you next week on Financial Focus. Any opinions expressed herein are given in good faith and are subject to change without notice and are only correct at the stated date of issue. Past performance is not always indicative of future results. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. 
Securities, financial instruments, or strategies mentioned may not be suitable for all investors. Prices, values, or income from an investment mentioned in this report may fall against the interest of the investor, and the investor may get back less than the amount invested. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as a recommendation of particular securities, financial instruments, or strategies to you. Before acting on any recommendation on this material, you should consider whether it's suitable for your particular circumstances and, if necessary, seek professional advice.